Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot and we have our weekly Waiver Wire Madness episode. I uh, hope you guys are ready for it. We've got uh, a couple of uh, little gems that we hope will uh, help you this next week. And hopefully beyond that as well, uh, going through this uh, fantasy season as we are now a quarter of the way through the fantasy football season. For those of you who say, well, my league plays 17 weeks, so it's not quite a quarter. Well, then you don't need that kind of negativity in your life and you need to get out of those leagues. Um, so, uh, we've got, uh, no announcements tonight. We're going to hop right into the stories and then get to, um, get into the waiver wire pickups for this week. And, uh, yeah, so let's get going. Today's headlines. All right. Story number one. According to Adam Schefter, Devontae Adams is unlikely to play in Dallas this Sunday. Uh, from what uh, I have seen, I believe this is a turf toe injury, which is basically like a sprain of the tendons in your toe that make it very difficult to uh, walk, to plant, and so forth. Um, so, that, yeah, I mean, after having a really horrible beginning of the season and then finally breaking out, and, you know, 15 targets, 10 catches for 180 yards, and now I have to suffer turf toe and he's going to struggle. You know, he's probably not going to play this next week. That is really tough, not only on Devontae Adams, but for fantasy owners. Let's be honest. We are a fantasy football advice website and that hurts. So um, especially a guy that everyone was figuring was going to be the number one wide receiver um, in fantasy this year. So um, tough break uh, so far for uh, Devontae Adams. Hopefully, he is able to get through this pretty quickly and get back on the field. Uh, but again, it does not look likely that he is going to be uh, on the field for uh, week five against Dallas. Uh, moving on to our next story, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, it looks like he has officially suffered what looks like a dislocated left shoulder and likely torn labrum. I think it was a partially torn labrum in his left shoulder. So... Um, he is so far, it looks like they are not electing to do surgery. They, if this is something that he could possibly come back from pretty quickly, especially since it's in his non-throwing shoulder. He will travel with the Bears to London uh, for the London game against the Raiders this next Sunday. That being said, he is not likely to play. Uh, I believe after the London game is their bye week in week six. So he he could potentially only miss one game due to the injury. So um, as far as the rest of the, the team goes in terms of fantasy, uh, I mean, this kills uh, Allen Robinson. It kind of kills David Montgomery. It helps out Tariq Cohen because that's about the only guy that, uh, um, that Chase Daniel seems to like throwing to. So, uh, so hopefully... Trubisky can get back and actually play pretty well, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, moving on, uh, our last major story. Uh, this is an interesting tidbit that we found on Sleeper 
Christian McCaffrey uh, is currently playing uh, 98.5% of the Carolina running back snaps. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because um, there was a lot of speculation and talk that he was going to be somewhat limited um, in terms of uh, at the goal line. They didn't want to overwork him. Uh, he has played 264 of the 268 running back snaps so far for the Carolina Panthers this season. He is on pace for 344 carries, 100 receptions. That's that's 444 total touches. I want to say a couple years ago, uh, part of the reason why, or the reason that um, Le'Veon Bell uh, had his big holdout last year was because he didn't want the Steelers to overuse him because he had like 407 touches this se- in 2017. Um, so, I mean, absolute craziness in terms of how much usage he's getting right now. Uh, for, on pace for 444 touches, 2,516 total yards. The record for total yards in a season was set by... Uh, Chris Johnson in 20, uh, 2009 when he ran for 2,000 yards. Um, his record was 2,509 total yards. So, um, so I mean, he's on pace for a record-breaking season. We'll see what he can do with it, and we'll see if you know if Carolina kind of slows him down a little bit. Who knows? But uh, as of right now, uh, he's you know even with that quote-unquote stinker of a game that he had against. Uh, was it Tampa Bay? Uh, he's still on pace to put up uh, quite the season. So, um, moving on, uh, some of the uh, smaller stories. Um, Rashad Penny, who has suffered a hamstring strain, I believe it was. As of right now, Pete Carroll says he, he should play Thursday night football against the Rams. Uh, Sam Darnold is working out again, hoping to get back as quickly as possible. Um, let's see, it says that he has been cleared for non-contact drills, but not quite all the all clear they were hoping for. He has not lifted or ran or thrown since contracting mono. So he will ramp it up this week and hopefully he can be ready for the week five matchup. Um, TJ Hawkinson, uh, despite landing hard on his right shoulder and head Sunday and then being carted off the field, Detroit will not be placing... Uh, him on injured reserve per source so they're hoping that he is able to come back semi-quickly from this injury Uh, Kyle Allen will start this Sunday against Jacksonville for Carolina Cam Newton is still out with the Liz Frank injury Um, this is our waiver wire episode and I know that I know that uh, this this guy isn't listed later because our waiver wire we typically list at 50% or below uh, is what qualifies to be listed. Um, this guy is owned in 54% of leagues, but looking at his splits, uh, th- th- he's on pace for a phenomenal season. Um, at 54% owned in Yahoo, Cortland Sutton right now is on pace for 128 targets, 88 catches, uh, a th- 1,236 yards, and 8 touchdowns. That was the same kind of pace that Geronimo Allison was on last year before he got injured. I know, I hope, I don't, you know, knock on wood. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, that uh, he doesn't get injured and can keep up this kind of pace. He has not been targeted less than seven times yet in a game by Joe Flacco. 
Flacco seems to trust him. So he should put up a he should put up quite the season this year. So uh, that being said, uh, if he is available in your leagues, which he's available in a couple of mine, do everything you can to go out and get him. I think that he could continue to put up uh, decent numbers throughout the rest of the season. Uh, Vontae's perfect has been suspended for the rest of the season for his nasty hit uh, on Sunday, helmet to helmet hit. Uh, good, good riddance to him. Uh, Broncos uh, outside linebacker Bradley Chubb uh, suffered a torn ACL. He is out for the rest of the season. And Jay Gruden is unsure of who he is going to start at QB this Sunday for the Redskins. Looking at all three is going to kind of wait and see how they practice after uh, all through Wednesday. So that is it for the headlines. Uh, we've got a couple little uh, commercials coming up to help pay the bills, and then we will get into our waiver wire madness. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one -on -one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Waiver Wire Madness. All right, so let's go ahead and go through these waiver wire pickups for this week. Um, I'll be honest, the pickings are kind of slim. I've uh, looking at you know when we when we try to keep it to, to players that are owned in less than fifty percent of leagues, it can make it a little difficult uh, sometimes, especially when you're getting deeper in the season to find guys that are actually worth picking up. That being said. I think we have found a couple um, to talk about. So, uh, number one in the quarterbacks, uh, Andy Dalton, owning 36% of leagues. I know he didn't have a great night tonight going up against the Pittsburgh defense. He does not travel well. He doesn't. Um, that being said, he had, he did play pretty well in, uh, in Seattle in the first game of the season. Uh, but he is playing against Arizona at home and Arizona's defense has been getting absolutely torched all season long. Um, and so I think that he, I think that he is a streamable option for those of you who are, uh, facing, um, uh, a bye week this week with your quarterback. I think that, uh, Dalton could be a, a streamable option because of the plus matchup going up against Arizona. Uh, number two is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, again, owning 36% of leagues. He's going up against Kansas City. Kansas City has given up a lot of yards uh, and has given up some touchdowns. The thing about uh, the thing about them is that they have been, they usually, except for in Detroit, they get so far ahead that everyone else playing catch-up. Um, they you know kind of play a little bit of, not necessarily prevent defense, but um, they can afford to get a little more aggressive and make a few more mistakes. Um, Brissett, has the ability to run the ball a little bit too so i think that he could provide again a streamable option i'm not looking for uh, these aren't guys that are going to blow the doors off i'm looking for guys that can provide 250 and 2 or 251 and 50 yards rushing uh somewhere in that range so 
again, I think that uh, I think that both Dalton and Brissett could put up um, streamable options, uh, streamable numbers for this week um, in their matchups in Week Five. Uh, moving on to the running backs, uh, number one, I have Jalen Samuels at thirty. He's thirty percent owned in Yahoo. He's going up against Baltimore. This will, I believe, this game is going to be at home for um, for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Jalen Samuels had quite the night tonight. Uh, they got him a lot more involved in the offense, um, running some stuff from the Wildcats, basically doing some um, you know quote unquote touch passes. I you know basically it's you know it snaps it back to him in the wildcat and then he just kind of touches it and kind of holds it out forward and lets go of it so that, you know, James Connor can catch it. Um, it's technically a pass. Really. It's a, it's a jet sweep is really what it is. Um, but, uh, his ability to, you know, him doing that tonight provided some open holes for, uh, for Connor to get some work. Um, and also, he you know he faked the 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 little handoff to Connor and was able to run it himself and gain some yardage too. So uh, you know Jalen Samuels, if they continue to use him this way, I think that could be something that help get this offense really going for the Steelers. And so could provide um, a lot of help in terms of uh, in terms of the uh, in terms of the offense for Pittsburgh. Uh, the next running back pickup that I have, this is kind of a, a lower, it's a lower end kind of a s lottery pick type. Uh, Jeff Wilson, owned in 5% of leagues, a running back for the San Francisco 49ers, going up against Cleveland this week. And the thing about Jeff Wilson is what he has done um, so far this year, especially the, was it week two and week three? Um he has had a, he has been basically the goal line back um finished 10 attempts 34 yards and two touchdowns against Cincinnati and then against Pittsburgh at home eight attempts for 18 yards and two touchdowns he has basically become the um the goal line back now when if Coleman comes back it could it could take away Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson's um, goal line touches. And again, this is, I, like I'm telling you, it was hard to find players that I thought were actually going to be worth the pickup that far down, um, owning less than 50% of leagues already. So the the pickings have been slim. So this isn't a great this isn't a great pick. I can admit. Um, you know, maybe Raheem Mostert. I believe he was owned in like 30% of leagues. He maybe go that route instead. Again, I'm just saying this is this is an option. Kind of look at see what um, where Tevin Coleman is, um, so that you can make again, so you can make a proper um, decision uh, in terms of that one. So uh, next are wide receiver pickups. So we have a few more names in here. There's you know there's a lot more wide receivers in the league, so there's usually more names to pick from. Uh, in terms of number one, I have Jamison Crowder uh, playing at Philadelphia this next week, 45% owned. Uh, they've given up the fourth most points to wide receivers so far this season in fantasy. 
This all again, this all depends on Sam Darnold and what he's possibly going to be doing and if he can come back for week five. If he can't, well, Jameson Crowder isn't really probably going to do all that much. Um, but kind of wait and check out to see what the what the the news is saying on Tuesday to maybe kind of get a feel, see if you can hear anything about what's what's going on with Sam Darnold. If if you have the open spot to hold him and you need and you need the wide receiver help, you know, then that that could that could probably work out for you. So, uh, number two, I have a Golden Tate, forty nine percent owned, going up against Minnesota this week. Minnesota, who's normally known for a stout defense, has given up twelve the twelfth most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers. Um, I think that it's it will help Daniel Jones, though he hasn't been playing horrible. He's been playing pretty good. You know, and obviously showing rookie, you know, the the fact that he is a rookie with some of his turnovers. Um, I think that it will help to have someone like Golden Tate to play in there with him. Uh, I know that Sterling Shepard runs about 75 to 79% of his uh, routes out of the slot, which, you know, that's going to affect Golden Tate. We'll kind of see how those two guys intermingle, work together. Um, you know, they could just run, you know, a slot guy on each side with Melvin or with uh, with Evan Ingram uh, running up the middle. So who knows? But again, Golden Tate, I think that he could provide a semi-decent option with a, a quarterback who's willing to throw the ball and has a, you know, so far has a pretty live arm. Um, a couple of the deeper, deeper guys that I'm looking at, A.J. Brown, 10% owned. He's going up against Buffalo. Buffalo, this isn't a great option for this week. I think that it could be a, a tough matchup, but going out through the rest of the season, he could be a solid pickup. Uh, the last one is Deontay Johnson. Uh, again, going against Baltimore, 6% owned, had a decent game tonight, um, has played pretty well the last couple weeks. Um, he is definitely ahead of James Washington in terms of the uh, wide, wide receiver pecking order in Pittsburgh. Uh, and Baltimore has been given up the 10th most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers. So... So there's that. Uh, the last last couple here, uh, tight end pickups. Jimmy Graham owning 37% of leagues going at Dallas, giving up the eighth most amount of fantasy points to uh, tight ends on the season. Uh, definitely a guy that uh, they've been wanting to get more involved. Got him more involved this last week against Philadelphia. I think that especially if Devontae Adams is out, that this could provide um, more work for Jimmy Graham. And the last one, Tyler Eifert. 16% owned, again, going up against Arizona. Arizona's given up the most fantasy points uh, to tight ends all season. They have been absolutely getting torn apart. Um, and Tyler Eifert has had at least five targets in three of the four games so far this season. So, again, this is more of a streaming option. Um, Jimmy Graham could be more of a long-term option. Uh, so so that's, that's what I'm looking at there. So... All right, that is it for tonight. Guys, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Again, my name is Ryan Skullroot. I hope you guys uh, have uh, are able to get everyone that you need to help your teams uh, win this next week. Uh, and uh, this next uh, these next couple episodes, we will be going over all of the matchups for Week 5. Looking forward to it. Hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you later.